Welcome to Saltivation. The Saltivation Show is a podcast series featuring the leading voices in salt, where we talk about the issues and strategies to help you make sense of state and local tax. Hi, everybody. This is Stacey and Alex from Saltivation. We're here today to talk to you about Maryland's new advertising tax, digital advertising tax, that is, and some of the nuances and things that are evolving uh, with this particular tax. So with that, Let's turn to some of the uh, some of the intricacies. And Alex has done a little bit of research in this. And so, Alex, you want to let us know kind of some of the high level on this particular tax and what this means for taxpayers. I state honestly, I, I wish I could, but uh, <laughs> I don't think we know anything about this tax. It's uh, it's uh, startling in its vagueness, which is why it has uh, received so much feedback and 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 been surrounded in. Uh, controversy. Uh, it's it's not well vetted at all. And, uh, you know, it's funny that it, they actually call this a gross revenues tax, which is not a term, you know, we've been practicing in this space for for quite a number of years, and we've heard of gross receipts taxes, but I've, I've never heard of a gross revenues tax. I don't know if you have. No, no. In fact, <laughs> I was wondering if we knew kind of what the difference would be. I mean, because at this point, do we know whether we're able to pass it through to taxpayers similar to a sales tax, or do we even know that yet? We we do actually. So in the original bill, it was silent on that on that fact. But there was a follow up bill that was a, a part of the uh, the veto override that did say that you cannot. So it okay. is it is a tax on the entity. Okay. Uh, you cannot well, there's pass one it thing. There's one thing we're certain about now. Yes, that's that's <laughs> right <been>. now. Today. <laughs> so, so we'll we'll um we'll try to uh, we'll try to tell you what we know, um, which is which is not a heck of a lot. But this is yes. Yeah, so this is um. This is Maryland's digital advertising gross revenues tax. It was originally set to become effective mid this year, but it was pushed to become effective January 1, 2022, because even Maryland wasn't quite ready to to implement it. The the legislature in Maryland pushed a lot of the onus onto the comptroller's office to to you know create forms and regulations and 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 even define sourcing. And I think they're going to need some time to work through all that. So we we don't have any of those detailed information yet. Uh, you know, I, I can read you the definition. It's it's rather broad. Digital advertising services are defined as any advertising services delivered on any type of software, website, or application that a person can access on a device. So, you know, broad definition, quite broad. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think I think the the intent here is to go after the likes of Google and Facebook and, and, and some of those other large online social media platforms, which um, which I, I think potentially makes sense from a, at least an intent perspective, but we're not quite sure how this is going to, who else this can affect and who else it can capture. And I think one major concern is is really tax pyramiding, right? If, if it's not clear at what stage of uh, of the transaction it applies, or if it applies at multiple stages, right? So so we can we can conceivably run into a tax on tax situation, um, which wouldn't be very good. So the rates are, they start at 2.5% and they, they are phased in at um, all the way up to a 10% rate. It only affects companies who have global revenues above 100 million. So at that level of global revenue, you would be at, at that 2% tax rate. So and does the, does the rate increase as your revenue increases? That's right. Correct. Um, but you do have a filing requirement if you have... Maryland sourced gross revenues above one million. 
again, how that sourcing is determined is is unclear. I don't know if it's going to be some sort of census approach or or you know we're not sure. Kind of circling back to that follow-up bill that that prevented the pass-through, uh, it also had some exclusions. They're excluding uh, certain broadcasters and they're excluding certain news outlets as well. So. I don't know what to say about that, but I think that's probably a smart move. But I, I think it still leaves to, you know, potentially capture uh, lots of other companies that it's not necessarily intended to capture. That broad definition, I would imagine there's a lot of taxpayers out there that could, could get caught up in it and they may not necessarily know. Absolutely. You know, and as we mentioned, you know, there's, there's, it's very controversial. There's been a lot of challenges. The, the, the practitioner community has, has cried out about this. If, if you're watching this conversation with Stacey and I, and, and, and this is the first time you're hearing it, um, we're certainly not the first to talk about it. Uh, it's, it's been very heavily discussed by the practitioner community. There's been lawsuits filed both at the state and the federal level. You know, there's, uh, there's questions whether it violates the internet, uh, the internet tax freedom act. It may violate the Commerce Clause. So there's some pretty strong arguments against this law's constitutionality. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how the litigation unfolds going forward. But I think that's, that's really all we really oh, know. We know. <laughs> right. yeah. How does it relate or compare to some of the international digital taxes that we, or tax that we've seen um, recently? Yeah, no, it's funny that you asked that because it's it's actually there's Maryland has taken a bit of a hypocritical approach here. It's, it's internationally, and I'm not an international an international expert, so you know I apologize for for my vagueness on this. But my understanding is that you know the um, the OECD is is working on its Pillar One project right now, which which is you know looking to standardize some things from an international perspective, and a lot of countries until that project is actually implemented, they're looking to tax digital services as a comp, uh, as a temporary stopgap. And the reason that they feel like they need to do that is because they, they're at the international uh, scale, Nexus is, is defined by permanent establishment. It's a physical presence standard. We don't have that at the States anymore. Now we're, we're economic right. Nexus here, right? So right. we can, we can reach cross border from a state to state mm -hmm. perspective. Sure. Whereas the countries cannot, not yet. So for them to do something like this, it makes sense for us to create an entirely new tax to do something that we have other tools to to capture that revenue that Maryland feels like it's missing is an interesting approach. You know that Maryland doesn't feel that it can do it through its sales tax system or or that it can do it through its corporate tax system is uh, is is interesting. As as an, as a funny anecdote, the United States, the White House, is is opposed to the, the digital service taxes that the international countries are <laughs> are trying to implement. And, you know, it's just it, it would just be funny to imagine, you know, Janet Yellen um, in a meeting with, you know, with the, the other European leaders and, and uh, claiming opposition to the, these European taxes. And then all they have to say is, well, what about your own states? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's... It's 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 quite it's quite an interesting thing that I think we we need to keep watching to see how the litigation and 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 what we see from the controller's office as far as regulations go. And but at the moment, this is you know this is definitely something to watch. It's it's a big development. Yeah, and we also know that there are other states out there that have had similar proposed legislation, but those haven't passed. And so I guess we just need to wait and see what happens with Maryland as well as other states because other states uh, can jump absolutely. on board. Absolutely, that they are sitting, they're sitting in wait, watching to see how this develops, 100%. Okay, 
Cool. All right. Well, right. Yeah, if you want to find so. out more about uh, Maryland or anything else, join our Saltivation podcast in the future and reach out to us anytime. Thanks, everybody. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended, nor should it be relied upon as legal, tax, accounting, or investment advice. You should consult with a competent professional to discuss specifics of your situation and the applicability of the information presented.